Welcome to Dr. Lovely's Couch. It's your host here, Dr. Lovely. <laughs> Day two. Day one, chaotic, right? Boy, the enemy was busy as hell. But he, Yahuwah, Sabaoth. Yahuwah Sabaot. He is good. Ooh. We must understand. We must praise with understanding. I have we saw some shit today, niggas. We must fight. <laughs> When I tell you I was praying in my car because today is Thursday you know I do my women's group sat in the car for a minute and just prayed a little bit just Taking that quiet time and just to pray a little bit. <laughs> so I go in. And today's lesson was on the five stages of grief. And I put my spin on it. Because after some time now, I've listened to the ladies talk and heard their plight. I don't ever, and I do mean. I guess I do know, but I mean, not like this. What it's like to lose a child. And you know, I was thinking about someone I know who spent a long time raising a child that he thought was his only to have that child snatched out of his life do you understand how people's lies huh 
destroy lives and what that can do to a man I'm recalled a video I was watching of this man who was telling his story about he and his wife they had four children their oldest daughter was 16 and they had a project in school where they took a DNA test to see um, where their genetics lie. So the daughter comes home, does the test <laughs> with her father. Goes to school, take the test, comes back home. Daddy, I think this test is wrong. It's saying that you're not my father. So he told the daughter, don't worry. Let's go get another test. And we'll see then. So he goes out, get a test. Results come back. He wasn't the father. So then he goes to the store and he gets two more tests and he tests his other two children. Results come back. Those three weren't his. Mind you, now all the kids don't even have the same father. But he had been married to his wife this whole time. He said he was too scared. To get the test of the youngest child. Because he didn't want to. So he then confronts the wife. And she says. <laughs> the test is lying. <laughs> All three of the kids, nigga, goddamn. Long story short, in her embarrassment, instead of dealing with her actions, she takes her life. To leave him there with the children who were not his. He said, I don't even know what to do. Two weeks later, you understand me, is when he does the video two weeks after she kills herself. He's left picking up the pieces.
I had a dialogue with the ladies today and we talked about this. Grieving and how long it should take to grieve. For some people, it's forever. I told the story about how I was guilty of making the statement that offended someone. And how much that bothered me while I was dealing with the women. And what happened was my ex-husband's sister committed suicide. And he he was grieving for so long. And I was so pissed. I was like, I mean, goddamn, how long is this going to take? It's like six months, goddammit. I'm like, what the fuck? Dr. K, you a therapist. You should know better. Nigga, no, at the time, I was just starting school. I wasn't even connected or understanding anything with psychology anyway at this time. Fairly new um, coming into this thing. And I told him, I said, those words haunted me after hearing them talk. But the thing about it is, I was a mother with a child with a disability and I'm saying to myself what kind of mother leaves their child how dare you I was so angry at her about that I was angry cause you don't get to check out from being a mom you feel me just as a man cannot stop being a father to a child he raised I thought about those things and what that loss is like. And what that could do to a person. You know what I mean? There are things we go through in life. And the enemy knows who you are. Yeah. Let me tell you about tonight. <laughs> mm. Let me tell you about tonight. The enemy is crafty. You feel me? So I'm getting ready to get in my car and this woman walks up and she hugs me. And as I'm talking to her, I remember what her eyes looked like when we was inside the building. Nigga, when we got outside the building, while I'm talking to her, her eyes changed. God damn it. And it hit me while I was here in the house and I had to go tell my daughter about this shit. Because I done seen this shit before on TV. People do the little videos and shit, goddamn. But while I'm standing there, I'm waiting for her eyes to change, but as I'm looking her in her eyes, there is a look she had on her face, but there was someone else standing next to her. (laughs) Nigga, I swear to God, if that woman wasn't standing there, I'm sure that motherfucker would have said some shit. And I'm not talking about the lady herself. I'm talking about what was in her. 
Because her eyes were not like that inside the motherfucker. I know this. When you have purpose. When you set your mind that you're going to do a thing. And that you focus yourself on that. You're going to do this thing. Day two, niggas, goddamn. I got 30 days. When I got back here. And I began to pray about this. You understand the enemy wants us out. There are so many people I come in contact with that are anointed, that's gifted. And even if it's just a word that I have to give, it's for a purpose. So for those people that I'm always around, the enemy be ready to take you out. Some of them are on the verge of going either left or right. But it comes a time when you meet for a purpose. A moadim. An appointed time. Sometimes, sometimes, you'll never know who you meet upon a road that you're traveling down life and what purpose. Those women lost their children. One of the women, she lost her son in order to impact women's lives. We lose something. But that loss has purpose. We experience things. And our experiences of the negativity things or the negative things that happen within our lives, there's a purpose that comes from the pain and the sorrow in which you endure. See, I know there's certain things spoken in the word and people get offended by the things that are spoken, but... When you get behind what it actually is saying and you and you have wisdom and understanding in order to decipher what's being said, it changes the trajectory. Praise God. <laughs> For chastising his children. Praise him because he is to be feared. 
and respected and reverenced. But you ain't got to believe me. Because just as the enemy is moving, God is moving. He's doing things in my favor. Just as fast as the enemy set up something for failure, he turned it around right away. There has been all kinds of movements going on in my life in the past two days. That I'm saying to myself, God damn. It can't be. This don't make sense. Because there's chaos and then fix. And then chaos and then bless. Come on here now. Above all things, we serve an amazing God. Now, let me get to it because I've been talking long enough. Ooh, Father God in heaven. I hope we don't go on too long. I pray that. I, I pray that. Real quick. Real quick. I'm going to turn it in just a tad bit. Okay. I was sitting here looking at a whole bunch of interesting things today. Hmm. Oh, that's the transcripts. I need to get back to them other folks. I haven't ordered like two damn, damn transcripts, goddammit. Alright, let's get to it. Okay, come on, come on, come on. Alright, let me get another. Because I already know these, these Carl's bad. Um, Hebrew Bible, I ain't feeling right now. So hold on, let me. Yeah, here it is. to them that decree unrighteous decrees and to the writers that write iniquity and you go back and look over this um, in the Hebrew the decree is really set up to be a letter or some um, governmental um writing right that's what a decree pretty much is it's pretty much like a law or a statute or something something like that and to the writers of iniquity no I'm not saying that this is what this is talking about but niggas the new testament is an unrighteous decree and is written by writers of iniquity But let's keep going because you'll see where I'm going with this. To turn aside the needy from judgment. Who is the needy? The poor. To turn aside the poor 
from judgment. <laughs> it's funny. It's always the poor people who are subject to unrighteous deeds from the hierarchy structure, right? Because, cause see, see, when you think about unrighteous decrees, same-sex marriage, unrighteous decrees, your children can pick their gender, unrighteous decrees, it impacts the poor more so than wealthy. Somebody sent me a goddamn video of two mothers, one white and one black, holding their babies. Come on, please be gay. Please, I want you to be gay. Please be gay. I want- these are these are their sons, goddamn. Please, please, I'm my baby. I want my. I'm like, what the fuck? See, I know y'all get mad with me with this shit. I keep telling you, my brother is gay. I love his ass. I don't give a damn what he does with his life. But I'm going to be honest about what is true. An unrighteous decree is something set up to cause people to sin. You got people, nigga, I swear to God, I've been seeing all kind of crazy shit. Niggas is doing the most craziest shit ever i seen a black woman with a doggy tail in a fucking cage like an animal talking about what the okay see this is what i'm talking about this shit right here i heard an amazing it was so amazing because this dude not only did he eloquently drop knowledge about the fact that one cannot pick your sex because he said gender is fluid, which it is. Because technically, scientifically, there are some people with chromosomes off, so their genetic makeup is, is fucked up. But the interesting thing about it is some of these people, they don't find that tweaking of the genetic factor way back in time. Uh-uh, goddamn. It don't start until around 70s. And in some places in the 80s, they find these people with their genetic makeup being tweaked. Sound like some fuckery to me, goddamn. Just saying. Because what we fail to realize is Tuskegee, nigga, goddamn. And that shit go all the way back to what? The late 20s, early 30s, where they were testing on motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that was the time, huh? See, that's that shit we fail to realize. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to stop because you already know how I am. I don't play around with my studies. Hmm. You will come to find out most of the shit y'all seeing that people are saying is natural is some shit that was introduced 
into your fucking food, into your goddamn lotions and shit. They got all kinds of scientific fucking studies of all kinds of shit. (sighs) We're so disconnected from stuff. Your deodorant and lotion and shampoos are causing infertility. Cancer. Remember all these talcum powder commercials about if you use talcum powder, Gerber baby food, recalls, but children are dying from eating that shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, moving on because I'm done. Turn aside the needy from judgment. And to take away the right of the poor of my people, that widows may be their spoil. Meaning, <laughs> see, you can look at widows in two ways. You can look at them as women who husbands died or f- homes without fathers. Because if the prophet was seeing it, from the perspective of the way most prophets see it. (laughs) Remember, prophecy comes in parts. So if he's viewing something, the possibility of him saying that this women with no fathers in the home, in his time, most likely he would have thought that the father is not in the home because that they died. Because the uncommonality of Fathers not being at home at the time. But today, nigga, that's all we see. So if he's looking into the future of something, then you also have to understand that's what he was saying. But I know some of these women in this time, because this is before the Assyrians came in and took over, they were widowed because their fathers were killed. But they're saying that the the widows are a spoiled meaning. There's something wrong with, with going on in, in the way they're running their homes. Because a spoil means it's ruined. Somebody's ruined. And that they make the fatherless their prey. Father God in heaven. Come on here now, niggas got down. Are they not the prey now? These children on the streets, caught up in gang culture, majority of them come out of single family homes. Are they not a prey to the system? I'm just saying. And what will ye do in the day of visitation? In the day that the the father put that whammy bammy on your ass and in the ruin which shall come from afar to whom will ye flee for help well when they come in and decimate everything where will you go 
How can you escape? Because the fathers are not there to protect the women. They're not there to protect the... All right, niggas. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) We still not dealing with this shit? (coughs) We had a dialogue at work. With the men t- today, and we were talking about the kids. And one of the clients at work, bless his heart, that's why I started that dialogue the way I did because I was reflecting on what happened to my friend. Because this, this, this man, his um, him and his wife got a divorce, but his wife died. <clears throat> and her people took his child away. He don't know where his son is. They came to his school and took him, and he ain't seen his child since. Who do, do you understand me? You can tell he was broken is broken by that and as they were talking about their experiences he was talking about how he want to get healing get clean and have a better life and you could just hear it in his voice he said I look forward to being a husband again and having a wife and having some more children because I was happy he said a man is not supposed to be alone he is supposed to have a mate and his joy talking about that brought me joy because it was it was like listening to someone talk about the very thing you always hear me talk about the importance of being together as one unit and how God didn't create us to be by ourselves But you should have saw the joy in his face as he was looking forward to his recovery and his healing so that he can have a family again. He said he was most happiest when he had his family around him. You never know. What someone has experienced and what it does to you when they took that man's child it broke him our men don't talk like this but to see him divulge that thing it was a beautiful thing to see because our men are now talking They're now communicating about the things that they're experiencing, the things that they've gone through in life, and they want help to heal. They're looking for healing, and they're seeking for that because they're ready. And all women tripping like shit, goddamn. Okay, I'm moving on, goddammit. You you know I am. Women, nigga, women tripping. Anyway, moving on. Y'all better get yourself together, nigga women. Y'all better get yourselves together and stop tripping. 
they can do not except crouch under the captives and fall under the slain. For all this, his anger is not turned away. But his hand is stretched out still. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He's still talking about that there. Oh, as sure, the rod of my anger. And whose hand is a staff of mine indignation. I'm going to use you. Because my children don't listen. So you're going to come in. And you're going to dominate and decimate and subjugate. Because they hard-headed ass niggas and they don't listen. So I got some for that ass. Yeah, that sounds like a parent, don't it? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do send him against an ungodly nation. Oh, Israel. And against the people of my wrath do I give him a charge to take the spoil and to take the prey and to tread them down like the mire of streets father God in heaven now you see why this nigga goddamn Christopher Columbo or Christopharo Columbo studied this religiously oh shit his his hand against their ass surely we gonna win when we go to fuck over that he said he's gonna. He just said he was tired of them niggas. We gonna go over there and kick that ass. <laughs> All right. How be it? He meaneth not so. Neither doeth his heart to think so. But it is in his heart to destroy and to cut off nations. Not a few. Notice, nigga, it said nations. Because he did. Not only did he take hold of Egypt, niggas. <laughs> he also took hold of Israel. <laughs> For he said, Are not my princes all of them kings? Father God in heaven. What? What's it? Niggas. His princes. Principalities. Is not Kalno as Harmesh? Is not Hameth as Arpad? Is not Smyrna as Damascus? As my hand hath reached the kingdoms of the idols. Hmm. Of the idols, niggas. The kingdoms of the idols. The kingdoms of the idols. Well, niggas. We already know they worship man now, goddamn. Would that not? Okay, moving on. Whose graven images did exceed them of Jerusalem and of Samaria. Hmm. Alright. Shall I not 
As I have done unto Samaria and her idols, so do Jerusalem and her idols. Her idols, huh? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm looking up something. Open Persia. I'm sorry. I was just looking up something. It was a um a mark there. Uh Wherefore it shall come to pass that when the Yahuwah hath performed his whole work upon Mount Sion and on Jerusalem, I will punish the fruit of the arrogant heart of the king of Assyria and the glory of his haughty looks. See, now you think you finna go over here and touch my kids and play around. I'm going to let you whoop their ass because they hard-headed and they don't listen. But because you touched my children, I'm going to handle your ass. <laughs> See, we serve a just God. Yes, we do. I told you he don't play. I told you. You have to be obedient to what he has commanded. And when you don't, there's retribution. So because they were disobedient, the hedges, see their protection was removed. He talking about his arm. Really what he did was he removed the protection. See, they covered. You're covered. You're protected. When you look at what happened with Job or Job. You notice how the shaitan had to come back and say, Hey, oh, you coming up here because you, you didn't check out Job. Well, he going to do, he going to curse you. Most of y'all niggas do it. I just tell God to take my life. God damn, it's just better to do that. Because why would I curse him? You understand. Notice he said, don't do this. Well, you can do that, but you can't do this. I had this dialogue with my dad about Job. 
I said, because most people say he didn't do anything wrong. Well, he made a bad choice. He chose the wrong woman. A heathenistic-ass woman with rebellious-ass goddamn kids. Therefore, but everything he lost, huh? he got back threefold. He had a better wife who loved him and took care of him. He had wealth beyond his measure. But the peace, the resistance is all them niggas that talked the shit throughout the, the whole book were the ones who had to financially bless him. Now, isn't that something? So sometimes your biggest naysayers will have to bless you with all the negativity that they bring to you. That's why I don't really like, you know, dealing with folks that do me wrong because I know God will will fight my battles. I may talk some shit because I'm pissed off and mad, but I don't retaliate. You don't need to. He'll retaliate. Moving on. For he had said, By the strength of my hand, I have done it. And by my wisdom, for I am prudent. In that I have removed the bonds of the people. And have robbed their treasures. And have brought down as one mighty the inhabitants. Ah, shit. Cristofaro Colombo. What did they say he came here for? Gold. But he also took children. Freak nasty is. Pillaged and plundered. Because he knew. that our father had left us. Hmm. It's something about that, isn't it? (laughs) That's more... Okay, moving on. And my hand had found as a nest the riches of the peoples. And as one gathers eggs... That are forsaken have I gathered all the earth. What was it, father? Uh-huh. What, niggas? Ah, uh, shit, niggas. Did it say the land? No, niggas. It says all the earth. And there was none that moved the wing or that opened the mouth or chirped. Me. I just came in and took the shit. And it was nothing they could do about it. Ain't nobody say nothing. They just let me take it. He studied. (laughs) Come on here. Should the axe boast against itself, him that heweth therewith? Should the soul magnify itself against him that moveth it? As if the rod should move. 
them that lift it up or as if a staff should lift him that is not wood. Oh, come on here now. Therefore, Yahuwah Savaot sent among his fat ones leanness. Meaning, while y'all ass thinking you living good, high on the hog, everything is well because God has provided famine. And under his glory there shall be kindled a burning like the burning of fire. Niggas, if I could tell you in the 1800s, there were so many goddamn fires all around here. In one year, there were cities and cities and cities of fires. They were burning everything. (laughs) Just fires. Old buildings, beautiful buildings. I mean, like, immaculate buildings. Mind you, but some of the buildings that remained or that they said they built, the Gilded Age is here now. It was a particular company that built, like, a whole shit ton. And it was only a father and a son, supposedly, goddamn, that built these elaborate buildings in the manner of months. But they were working on multiple... Okay, I'm just saying. Anyway, moving on now. (laughs) You have so many parallels that we don't pay attention to in history. But there is... (laughs) There is also a lot of burning that went on that was so hot. And you'll find them on rocks and shit. Like there was a big ass c- catastrophe that had taken place. And the light of Israel shall be for a fire, and his holy one for a flame. Ah, oh, shit, niggas. And it shall burn and devour his thorns and his briars. In one day, the Syrians came in and took control and tore it up in one day. Think about that. Burning everything down. And the glory of his forest. And of his fruitful field, he will consume both soul and body. And it shall be as when a sick man wasted away. Hmm. Well, when there's famine, you do, right? And the remnant of the trees of the forest shall be few. That a child may write them down. Well, we already know children can't count that far, can they? Now you understand what he means. And it shall come to pass in that day that the remnant of Israel 
And they that are escaped of the house of Jacob shall no more again stay upon him that smote him. But shall say, and shall shall stay upon Yahuwah, the Holy One of Israel, in truth. What is truth, Nicks? Do you remember the Torah is truth? A remnant shall return, even the remnant of Jacob, unto the glory, unto the um, unto Yahuwah Almighty. For though thy people, O Israel, be as the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them shall return. And extermination is determined, overflowing with righteousness. Hmm. For an extermination wholly determined. Shall Yahuwah Savaot make in the midst of all the earth? Therefore, thus says Yahuwah Savaot, all my people that dwelleth in Zion, be not afraid of Ashur, though he smite thee with the rod. And lift up his staff against thee after the manner of Egypt. <laughs> For yet a very little while, and the indignation shall be accomplished, and mine anger shall be to their destruction. Meaning, just hold on a minute. <laughs> they'll be destroyed and they were the Babylonians then came in and they were in captivity for 70 years from the time of Asher up into Babylon it was 70 years of captivity looking the same goddamn way that it looks today And Yahuwah uh, Savaot shall stir up against him a surge, as in the slaughter of Medan, at the rock of Orab. And as his rod was over the sea, so shall he lift it up after the manner of Egypt. Uh, yeah, so... If you really, really think about this shit now, think about it real good now. The Medes are to the right of Israel. Where the fuck is the sea at? Yeah, ain't shit over there. Unless the sea dried up. Yep. Unless they talking about the Gulf of Africa. I'm just saying. 
Father God. What was it? All right, niggas. That's how you know there's some bullshit going on. And it, yeah. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall depart from off thy s- s- oh, shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed by reason of fatness. Greediness. That's really what he's talking about. The greed of the people. And the hard-headedness of it. All right. He is come to Ayath. He has passed through Megron at Mykas. He layeth up his baggage. Semicolon. They are gone over the pass. The past. It's like a hill or a river or a mountain over the past. Yeah, that definitely don't sound right. Um, they have taken up their lodging at Giba, Ramah, Trembleth. Gelbeth Shoal is fled. Cry thou with a shrill voice, O daughter of Gima. Hearken, O Leash. O poor Anath. Midi. Uh, Med. Med. Niya is a mad flight. The hell? Is a mad flight. The inhabitants of Gibim flee to cover. This very day shall he halt at Nab, shaking his hand at the mount of the daughter of Zion, the hill of Jerusalem. Behold, Yahuwah Savaot shall lop the boughs with terror, and the high ones of stature shall be hewed down, and the lofty shall be laid low. Sound like you're talking about some giants, don't it? Because I know there was some over there. Damn. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that. And he shall cut down the thickness of the forest with iron, nigga. And Lebanon shall fall by a mighty one. Ah, oh, nigga, goddamn. Mm-hmm. And they talking about the Babylonians at that time. Them some more big-ass niggas. Because uh, they were giants. I mean, they had some. Okay. I'm going to stop here because it's been an hour and I didn't went over when I was talking early. <sighs> okay. So I think Sunday I'll pray for y'all or I'll pray. 
I'm tired. It's one o'clock. Now shit, it's two o'clock. It will happen when you niggas <laughs> come home late. Um, you know what, Father? We give you glory and honor today for those who are on the other end of this. As I spoke a couple of days ago, I'm hoping some of y'all did get a little blessing here and there. I ask, Father, that you just keep your people, that they find rest in you, that they continue to search for your truth and to seek you daily, to walk in your principles and that your precepts be their guide. Let your Ruach Hakodesh breathe life into their dead situations. That you bless them huh? with a with um habaraka with the blessing beyond blessings. That you cover and protect. And that you keep those whom we are connected to, whom we love, who we appreciate. That you keep our husbands. And that you keep the wives of men. And that you cover our children. That your divine protection be upon all of them. And our family. We lift them up to you tonight. And Father God, that you cover the men with extra protection. That you continue to put your word in their mouth. That they stand on your principle and teach it to their wives and their children. And those surrounded about them, may they find comfort in your Torah and Tanakh. May they find comfort in you. May you teach your um, sons to lead their women and children in prayer and fasting and studying of your word. That you stand them up to be the pillars of their home and in their communities that you have called them to be. We give you glory and honor today, Yahuwah. We ask, Father God, that you continue to strengthen your children completely and fully in you. That your truth resonate and feel and guide and reveal. I ask, Father, that you unlock gifts that's lying dormant within your people, that you begin to show them a thing, and that you cover us as we sleep tonight. In the name of Yahuwah, Sabaoth, the father of our, the um, the God of our forefathers, 
the protection and the and the arm of Israel. Family, well, niggas sleepy. He tired. I can't believe it's two o'clock. That damn. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. That was so rude of me. Well, don't forget to like and subscribe. Shit. Y'all don't even laugh. Subscribe. (laughs) Don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, And uh, uh, go on over to the Facebook page and uh, uh, follow, follow Dr. Lovely's Couch Cafe. Um, cause we got, I got a Facebook page and I post stuff and different things on my Facebook page from time to time, some positive things and stuff. So you never know. Just go check it out and whatnot. Anyway, um, enjoy the rest of your night. Niggas is going to sleep. Salim, Shalom, Shalom, whichever one you choose. Peace, love, and happiness. And if ain't nobody told you they love you, know that I love you. I appreciate you. You are wonderfully crafted and made divine people of God who are the chosen seed of the Most High God of all creation. Oh, shit now. Of all creation, of the shit, the creator of all things is really what I should have said. That's how you know I'm ass sleepy. Anyway, y'all niggas, goddamn it. Good night.